0: Okay, welcome to Sechit Brachos, Parak Aleph, Parak of Brachos. Now we'll discuss uh, basically, primarily, Birchos Shevach V'hoda, blessings of praise and thanks. So while well, the previous few prakim talked about the Brachos we say before and after food, and things surrounding benching, meals, now we're talking about other kinds of experiences one has, uh, which will prompt one to... If he doesn't properly direct his emotion towards Hashem by expressing the bracha one way or another. So, here in Mishnah Aleph, we have two different brachas. The first says, If a person comes across a place um, where he now sees this is the particular place where a national miracle was performed for the Jews, it has to be the majority of Jews, and it has to be that we're talking about a place where whatever is relevant to the you know the physical thing that's relevant to that event happening is still present. So, for example, if one is and walking along the, the Red Sea, and he comes across the place where the Jews had the miracle of splitting the sea. So, by being in that particular place uh, and seeing that, that place, he would now recite the blessing, Omer, Baruch Shasanissim la Vosenu but Malcolm which would mean Baruch HaTashem olam, la Vosenu who performed miracles uh, for our ancestors, but Malcolm Hose, in this particular place. One needs to see. A particular item or something physical that is connected with the miracle. It can't just be that the abstract one knows a miracle happened in this location. So, splitting the sea, you see that particular place where you're at the sea and so on, or the rock in which Moshe sat when they fought Amalek, you're going need the rock. But for example, if you come to Jerusalem and you're aware that there was a miracle done for the Jews when the sea of Jerusalem in the times of the and Chizquiao. um, so you know a miracle happened there, but still uh, that isn't. Uh, there's nothing particular physical prop that connects you either psychologically or emotionally to that miracle, whatever the case may be, so then there is no miracle to be recited. Now, the Mishabura, excuse me, the, the Bartanura brings, based on the Gemara, that there's actually other brachas to be said when it was a personal miracle, supposed opposed to a, a public miracle, a national miracle. So on a private miracle, um, in other words, one is saved for, from in some miraculous way from, let's say, a car accident he makes a special bracha to himself. And the bracha he makes is um, uh, who performed for me a, a miracle in this particular place. As a as a came, what constitutes a, a miracle in this regard that would uh, require a bracha to be said? Some understand it means uh, specifically a miracle that breaks the, the expected rules of nature. Uh and there's no sort of and that is when you make a bracha, and ostensibly there's no explanation whatsoever um for what happened. Others rule that uh the bracha is inapplicable when a miracle happened that just is the confluence of a number of rather unlikely events that it also constitutes the nace that we're talking about here to make a bracha, since it's a and the rule is selfic brachas lahakel. Uh, We go lean into blessings, we don't want to say a godly name in vain and a a blessing that wasn't required. Therefore, um, the custom today seems to be, unless it would be a miracle that was breaking the rules of nature, we would make the bracha, but without invoking Hashem Malchus, without uh, using Hashem's name in the bracha. The Bartonura also brings that if a miracle was performed um, not for you, but for your direct antecedent, like your father or your grandfather, um, and it's a private miracle for that antecedent, so when you, the descendants, come to that place where a miracle happened, you would recite the blessing, Baruch Ata Hashem, alukenu melech Olam sha'asa neis, who did a miracle, la'avosai, to my forebears, but ozer, in this place. Okay? Fine. The mission continues on to talk about a second reason to make a bracha, which is if one sees, makom, shenekra mimenu, avod he comes to a place where the idolatrous temple had existed, but now uh, it no longer is there. So he makes the blessing um, on Hashem having uprooted Avodah Zara from our land, idolatrous practice from our land. Um, so there the bracha actually would be, the Gemara brought down, not just that one would say, Baruch Ata Hashem, Sha'akar Avodah who uprooted idolatry from our land. It would actually add... To the bracha, just as you, Hashem uprooted it from this place, may you similarly uproot idolatry from all the place where Jews lives, and to you should also return the hearts of those who served these idols back to your service. Um, that blessing, of course, is applicable just in Eretz Yisrael because it's called Senu from Our Land. The think more gives a different bracha that one says if he sees a place where it had been an idolatrous temple but no longer is functioning as such um, outside of Eretz Yisrael. And there, uh, the bracha is Baruch Hashem Who uprooted from this particular place. And then again, he would complete it by adding on the Kashem Shenechim Mimma Komazah, uh, just as Yahkujir from here. So, to came to Akerim Mekoma Komazi Israel, and Hashem Leil Lavadehim Lavadefa. And again, the same request that you should, Hashem should return in the hearts of those who serve the Odozerah to Hashem's proper service. Again, this is not even if we're talking, the, the, those who were of Dehem, those who served the idols, weren't of course necessarily Jews. It, we're saying that whoever, whatever person served idolatrous, Things. We want his heart to return to Hashem and serve Hashem properly, the one and only God, just as Rashi understands in the Pasuk Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Achad that Hashem is Elokeinu now, but he will be Echad, one God for everyone, recognized by everyone in the future.